0: Places in Five.
1: Oh my God. Welcome to Places in Five, your call time to live your life center stage. And you are here today, which is Thursday, April 9th, with your hosts, Fishman and Liz, coast to coast, LA and New York, epicenters of this insanity, COVID central we're here, and we're, we're going to keep going, man. That's all. That's
0: True that. True that. For real.
1: <laughs> and scene. <No>. <laughs> so, okay, how's it going out there on the West Coast? Give uh, us an update.
0: Well, the weirdest thing about it is how much rain we've been having. Oh. So over the past several weeks, I mean, it's I guess it's that time of year, and thank goodness for all the rain because it makes for a better summer and uh, less drought, you know. Um, so that's been a kind of a weird, weird thing. Um, and, um, but I guess maybe it's only weird because of the grayness of the reality of, of everything, but, mm-hmm. but there was, but the days when it's sunny out there, you don't, it's like, Oh, Corona, Shimona, whatever. It's all great. You know, it's sunny California. It's great. Right. And then there's something about the compounding of the grayness where you go, Oh yeah, the world sucks. Right. No, it's a whole different the thing. heaviness. But it's the same old thing here, you know, it's the whatever I'm, I'm really proud to live in a state that has been so active in in really um, getting on it uh, really, you know, quick as quickly as possible, just battening down all the hatches, this idea you know, that the governor, you know, had said, we're all sheltering at home. And I remember when it happened, it was like, really? Like the Mm -hmm. rest of the country wasn't doing that. And, but immediately it was like, well, that sounds like a good idea. That's a strategy. You know, it sounds good. Um, And, uh, so I like that. I like that. It seems to be a very communal thing. I'm on a couple of online neighborhood board, you know, uh, bulletin boards where people are talking about it and people in the community seem very concerned about doing the right thing. And they okay. get on each other's cases about, Hey, this guy was spit near me. Is he ran by me and we oh, need gosh. social distance where we're running. And then someone sends an article about some Danish study that says, yeah, if you're running and biking, you need to be like 60 feet apart because of, the whatever so there's just a very active conversation going about Mm it uh Mm -hmm. so that's it this is a fascinating thing it's just a fascinating piece of history to live through
1: it is it is that's for certain here in new york because you know everyone's like all eyes on nyc and new york state because you know we have huge numbers and lots of deaths and just all hands on deck you know um but it's interesting to be in Central Park. I went there the other day, and it was beautiful out. It was a beautiful spring day. And there are people out there still running and biking and, you know. But yeah, yeah. you could see that people are trying to keep their distance. And everyone's most people are wearing some sort of mask-like item.
0: Yeah, everybody's wearing masks here.
1: Which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, amazing. Um that everyone's going to kind of do that. So again, we have no idea how this is going to be. It's been quite a few weeks now of total shelter down. So we'll see.
0: So many of the people I've been talking to in the, in the film industry here, they're looking forward to a June 1st production start. Hmm. Like people are really starting to now think in terms of, okay, okay. let's plan, let's game this out. So there's no reason based on what we're seeing that we can't expect to figure out now a way. If we say we want to be in production and we want to have film sets operating by June 1st, what things do we now need to put in place to make that happen? Hmm. So they're now building that in. And that way now all the pre-production meetings are now about really specific dates. So that's kind of liberating that that conversation is starting that
1: way. Yes. If it actually happens, because they're also talking about a June 7th opening of Broadway, which- well, that's not a gonna happen. Thing. That's
0: people in a theater. But I'm yeah. talking about like people trying to figure out how do we bring a camera crew together? How do we have actors come on and off sets? You know, how mm-hmm. are we going to do the logistics of what we're doing? And I think with that yes. frame of mind of how to, how to operate within the current situation, we know that there is a contagious virus out there. But right. we should be able to figure out as smart people now, mm-hmm. with the information that we know, the six feet apart, Don't breathe on anybody. We've got to make it so that our air caplets don't get into each other. Um, And we got to, you know, wear gloves and disinfect surfaces. So based on those realities, we now have new parameters to set in place in the workplace, you know? Right. And we should still be able to then do our work. Um, And if you're someone that's really can't do it, then don't do it until you're ready. But the rest of the world should be able to go on if it can Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great attitude.
1: This kind of thing shouldn't stop writers from writing.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: except writers who like to write in a group environment or in a, um, like a coffee shop or things yeah, like that. Yeah, but even nature. with this not
0: technology, happening. you can be together. I mean, yeah. people are Zooming like crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah it's but it's, it's annoying, man. When you think about it, like interaction, social interaction is so important. You know, this really highlights it. How important yes. it is, even just to see somebody at work or on the street, or hello, or a hug, or a you know, a, hey, what's going on, or let's get together, come on over, or meet meet at a bar for a drink or something. It it it's so important, and when once it's taken away, you realize how important it is.
0: See it's really interesting that you say that cuz I think people that's you you are an extrovert you you need that. I love this. I love well, being sequestered no, away both. that I'm I both. don't have to be around anybody like I it's just a weird. I'm an introvert in some ways too and I just really love it and I love that I have an that you know too often I, you know, I get invited to things or I'm aware of networking opportunities to go to. And, and you know, every time I drag my ass out right. there, yeah. I just don't want to be there. But I'm never going to succeed if I'm not out there and meeting people and talking to people and, you know, just right. finding like my all that good stuff that comes out of it. But it's work that I just don't want to do. Right. And, uh, cause I love being by myself at home. It's just fantastic. Uh,
1: well, Fishman, I'm with you. Like, I, I, I talk about that all the time. I'm totally a balance of both. And that's why I'm saying I think this is having a balance is important because there's plenty of times where it's like, Oh man, I wish we can get together with some friends and have a brunch or I wish I yes. could see the kids and just hang out with them for a couple of hours. Or I'm going to go to home Depot and uh, just shop at home Depot and not think about it. You
0: yeah, so, p- I- have to go back. You just have more love in your heart. Listen to that. You want to get together with friends and family. That's beautiful. Yeah. I don't care about anybody. Yeah. I just want to be by myself. How in my apartment. You don't
1: care about me. Fishman
0: no, we're here together right now. This is great. But (laughs) we're not having brunch. There's no way. That's true. Because we're just physically, like maybe that's why I also came to California so I could really be by myself because now I can't get together Mm. physically with people. Mm. So maybe that was part of my ulterior motive as well.
1: Hmm, what kind of like, actor are you that you don't want to get together with anybody? You just want to live like in a solo little spot.
0: No, I wanna yourself. I wanna work on those projects and oh. I wanna go work and go be with people in the to work with people to do something that we all enjoy, that I wanna do.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
0: don't need to do uh, restaurants and bars.
1: Well, how does stand up fit in there?
0: That's still going to work. And okay. then that's you talk into other comics, of course. But that's work. I mean, that the whole experience is just work. Right.
1: So you um, don't like getting together with people to enjoy social time.
0: I don't really have any of that. <laughs> but you don't
1: like it. I mean, maybe no. I don't he-
0: miss it. I guess I. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say is I don't really miss it. My right. life was so full of that, right? And now I don't miss that. Maybe I don't had too spend much my of time doing it. Maybe, maybe had I too did. Much of it. I had too much. What is the word? Sloth? No.
1: Obligational gatherings. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah well, no, because this. I get it. I am so with you. There's so many times at least before all this, I was like, oh man, I just want some downtime. I want to stay home. I want to have nothing on my agenda. I want to just chill. I love that. I love, love, love that. But the problem is I'm not getting that now. I mean, I'm getting downtime on the weekends, but I'm still working all week. So that's good. I'm I'm grateful for that, but I'm not having um a lot of just uh, introspective, uh, creative time. I'm not having a lot of that, and okay. I probably could create that for myself. And I think you and I were talking about it a little bit before. I, I don't do that because all day I'm just working and I'm not carving out that time for myself. And I, again, so what's keeping me from doing that? And I don't know. You know that happens a lot, right? So oh, so that that's one of the topics I wanted to talk about. So the temperature, the creative temperature. Of your day, right? Everybody has their own. Um, like some people get really creative in the shower. Some people, you know, you could think of really cool things. Uh, or some people get real, really creative at like ten o'clock at night. Some people want to work on their project or whatever. Or just they're they're sparked at different times of the day. Maybe lunchtime or whatever. It's just an interesting uh, ebb and flow of human energy so i know me i'm excited at the beginning part of the day usually and as day goes on my it just drains right out of me like my Uh i just don't like i'm not like excited after dinner to go i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna write and i'm gonna do this it's just discipline probably on my part but i don't have that same creative juice going on there does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. The whole rhythm of the day and right. I mean, is that those are biorhythms, right? I mean, that's a real thing. You know, right. just your your body and people are unique about their biorhythm. Um, mm-hmm. well, and if I were getting um,
1: up in the morning and saying, okay, like I'm going to sit down at eight o'clock and start writing, and I'm just going to write all day. That's a specific energy. Oh, this is cool. I'm making, but I can't do that right now. And even on the weekend, I haven't been doing that. So that's interesting. I think because I'm just not, I don't have any time off. Right, I don't have any time off. That's yeah. not enough. So right. like that maybe that's what this is. Maybe that's some of this. Well, and
0: also, maybe also what's kicking in is just your pragmaticness in terms of, you know right now all that matters is i survive you know i need let me you know the next 2 months is just going to be fucking hell and let me just survive this and then when this is all over i can get back to figuring out what's what i what i want my life to be rather than right now i'm right. just in survival mode yeah perhaps
1: yeah and, and and we're also locked down joe and i are kind of locked down it's not like i'm alone like you're alone in your place so you can your energy is your energy? That's Regardless, right. there's yes. no one else to bounce can go in your any
0: out. different direction, any time of day,
1: right? With yeah. no worries about that, yes. and it's it's nobody else's fault. But like, say you get want to get up at three in the morning and start writing, or you know, doing stand up in your sure. apartment, yeah. or whatever, you could do that. Sure, and, it happens. Yeah, and so you yeah, can kind good. of just kind of do your own thing. So it's it's a different it's a different uh, vibe.
0: Yeah, it's different
1: naturally. Yeah.
0: Yes. Which is dead. just like uh, there's so many different ways to do it all. It's just right. amazing to me. It
1: would be kind of cool to spend the time doing, you know, writing in the morning. But, Are you able uh,
0: to do it? Is your brain ready to do that when you wait? Are you I, a per- you really wake up and you're present? I,
1: I think so, but. The problem is I get jazzed at different times. Like something sparks me and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could take an hour and write right now. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that happens to me a lot. So I probably could build that in my day, you know, like okay, at lunch hour I'd go for a half hour and just sit in another room and write. Um, but I always feel the pull. When you,
0: know? you have those impulses, do you at least capture the idea so that yes. or just oh. or are you someone that can remember everything that you've no, ever thought? God.
1: No, I write everything on sticky notes. And it's just, you know, it's just a note to because I do not remember any cool idea. It comes in, which I grab the muse. I'm like, oh, oh, write that down before you forget. And then I I write it down. I have to, because it's gone. It's gone quick. And that is a muse thing. I am I am convinced of that. It's like the muse shows up. (laughs) It tells you something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. like the way your brain, cause your brain's always working on a million things back there. And then all of a sudden one of them comes out there to the front and you right. see it and it's like, Oh my God, that's so genius. I have that's to. That's why
1: you got to write it down. That. You
0: do it too. I do it I all you, the time. Yeah. I love, I'll tell you the whole, my, the ability, I hate typing so much. And oh. the fact that I can speech to type and just open up the notes app and just talk into my iPhone and it types it for me, it is just does? a godsend. I, okay. Oh,
1: I need to know. The no, greatest
0: need... thing in the world. Cause I used to do everything as a voice memo, but the problem right. with a voice memo is you have to then go back and listen to it again and type it up. Yeah, And that I just found really more time consuming than I could give. So okay. I not do the voice memo so much anymore. But the, so like the downside tip. is the downside is if you, as a um, someone who's writing stuff in hopes of performing it, the beauty of doing the voice memo is you get to hear the original cadence or the pauses or the mm. other sounds that you made. Mm-hmm. And and when you type it up instead, you lose that. So then when I go back and reread it, it doesn't it looks completely flat on the page because it doesn't have the performance. That it inspired. so it's. But it's that's the,
1: your job a, as a performer to know, bring it to life.
0: Oh, it's brilliant! Yes, thank
1: you. Bring it to working, life, Fishman.
0: Working so hard on it.
1: <laughs> that's your mother's voice, right? Oh, Jonathan! Oh yes, oh, yes. Jonathan. It's a, a, uh, what,
0: a, what a shame it is you don't have an agent, though. Oh, it's terrible.
1: Oh. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Parents, uh, I'm uh, telling you, they make you feel like crap sometimes, don't they? They can.
0: They unintentionally. can unintentionally. Doesn't matter Wait. how old you are.
1: Right, right. Well, yes. I only have one They parent, mean
0: well, but the yeah. parent means well, as I know I do with my kids, but I'm sure, you know, I'm offending them all over the place that's, and pissing them off with what I say right. and how I say it.
1: That's right. There's well, no that's winning.
0: Just, There's no winning in the parent child relationship. That's, that's just human. That's behavior, what it is. Yeah. Hey, I I say it all the time. As a parent, you were narcissistic enough to bring these people in there into this world, and then you owe them. You know, they you the, owe them everything, and they owe you nothing. So if they want to dismiss you out of hand, that's their right because they didn't have any choice to be here. I don't. But, owe but you then
1: shit. there's a point. See, we come back know. to the rake and blow philosophy. The rake, the rake and, and, and blow. blow. Rake See and for blow. those those yeah. listeners who don't understand the rake and blow, and we might have talked about it before. Uh, Fishman always felt guilty to make his sons go out to rake the leaves and or blow the leaves. Uh, either or, or both. He, he did not want to do that to his children. So he ended up having to go out there and rake and blow himself. That sounds horrible the way I just said, uh, the leaves himself. And um, uh, so we just said, we all screamed together one day when we were all at a brunch and we said, You know, how about they rake and blow? Yep, it's always brunch. It's always about the brunch man. Um, Rake and blow, like they can do both. They're they're not invalids. They can do it, Um, (laughs) and you teach them some backbone and some yard work, um, which someday they're going to have to do if they have a home, unless they hire a gardener.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Or landscaper, which is possible. Yes. Or they'll just let the leaves sit there and they don't give a damn. Right. Yeah. Thank like you. Yeah. So, so I think, uh, your, your children don't owe you anything, but, uh, you know,
0: <laughs> but they, they are, do. but they are slave labor. So you, they, sh- they should be used accordingly because they should,
1: no, y- they should owe you they something. They don't know any better. <laughs> you, you give them meatloaf for God's sakes once in a while, you know? Yeah. You give them some food. Throw
0: some meatloaf. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. A couple of slabs yeah. here and there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We so, didn't
0: totally deprive them, but, right. you know, um, yeah, that was just the the whole rake and blow thing is a perfect example of that, but that just did, parenting styles, I guess, are different. And they evolve based on your own upbringing and what you remember about your own uh, growing up, like what you liked, what you remembered that you liked right. about it and what you didn't. And, and now with the perspective of, well, that's what I thought when I was a kid, but now as an adult, is that what merit does that have, the experience that I had as, as a child? And then all I can think is, well, my kids are my kids. They're having, if I put myself in their shoes and think about it from their experience, that has some value as well. So I can't just be dictatorial because I want something or I think it should be a certain way. So that was the... The fine dance that I did as a parent. Mm-hmm. I don't know how
1: well you did a good job because they're just both have good worked kids. out.
0: They they're both they're They're, fine. they're guys. They're out they're, there. They're doing right. It.
1: They're adults. They can handle They are.
0: Them. They're adults that can handle right. themselves.
1: That's right. And dad's off in California having a good time trying right.
0: to Right. So now I'm doing my thing life. and they're doing their thing. That's it's right. All awesome. So there
1: you go. Their so mom's we'll,
0: doing her thing. It's all right. everybody's everybody's awesome
1: everybody's doing their thing. If we
0: survive and live.
1: That's right. If we make it through this um, pandemic. But if
0: it's not, you know what though? If it's not just, if it's not this pandemic right now, and maybe this now we're a little bit more aware of that, Mm -hmm. like it's always something. Mm -hmm. So if we agree that we all like to work on this together and be liking each other a little bit more and not make it us against them all the time, Mm. and realize that it's really us against the world, It's like there are viruses and things out there that want all of us as humans. There should be no segregation within the human. You know, it's one thing. I want to keep myself safe from the amoeba I'm okay with it being us versus them. Although the amoeba is part of us too.
1: That's right.
0: How to keep the amoeba healthy so that we're all in turn healthy. I think that would be a much better energy focus for the planet than all the nonsense that we go through.
1: I, I agree. However, it always goes back to health, which is what we talk about. And the key to health is if we back out of this, pandemic we're in and we go back to our basic health as human beings, as solo human beings, if we take care of our own health, chances are we could survive certain things of this nature. But the problem is too many people have so many health compromises because they don't take care of themselves because they don't have access to certain foods or whatever, or they choose not to. Uh, eat properly and take care of themselves, then this is what happens. And we end up in this horrible situation where, you know, people that shouldn't be dying right now are dying. And uh, we, yes, we just don't take could good also care say of ourselves.
0: Say, that's true. But you could also say that because of our technology and science, people are just being kept alive a lot longer than if yeah. we didn't have the technology, they would have been dead or, already.
1: Or the medicine.
0: Right. Exactly. So. Right. You know, we do everything we can to sustain life all the time. We're That's constantly right. inventing ways to for, to prolong life, regardless of if the person has been responsible for their life or not. Right. Um, And uh so-, so Too many people yeah. are
1: not responsible for their, and myself included, I'm not just pointing fingers, that, that I don't always make the best food choices, but I certainly have the knowledge to- that. Right,
0: you do what you can. I yes. do what I can.
1: and yes. But but the reality is, a lot of people
0: don't even do that for
1: granted. Don't do crap. They no, just they don't really abuse their bodies. Yeah. And then when they're in a crisis like this, they're they're compromised. Yes. They're compromised. There, there's no way they can fight off this kind of thing because their immunity is compromised. Right. And and so that's. I think if we back ourselves out of this and learn, okay, so we can learn how to wipe things down and wear our masks and germ-free ourselves and our environment, but if you don't take care of your body to begin with, all that wiping down shit ain't going to matter. Right. It's just like it makes me crazy. But what's
0: interesting about this virus is it seems to have taken several people, and I say several as an understatement, who don't seem to have had any health issues.
1: Right. We which don't is the know
0: that. I mean, that is the, the most frightening piece yes. of news. You know, it's yes. like, oh, because you keep justifying. It's like, oh, the guy was 90 and had emphysema. Okay, well, you know, right. he lived a nice life and, and I understand something was going to kill him anyway. But right. when you, which is still callous and horrible, but that's just, no. you know. I but, know what you mean. But, but, uh, but, then, um, but then, you know, do you read the, 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 the I want to hear more about, the musician Adam Schlesinger, who just died. And um yeah. he was the younger, he's about my age, he was like 52. So he's right. younger than me. And everybody and what I read was that he had no health conditions. So I'm like, well, I need to know more though. There's right. gotta be some
1: we'll find out
0: reason, you know, so that yeah. I can make sense of it for myself.
1: Yeah. Well, there there's gonna be the anomalies, and then there's also gonna be the, oh, hmm, we'll find out more information after this is all done. Well, we kind of look back and figure it all out what were the factors mm-hmm. of of the of what the supposed healthy people how come they passed um, what what led to that so there's gonna be a whole bunch of uh, look back and f- try to figure this all out and get mm-hmm. a better understanding and that's a good thing so going forward but people do have to kind of take a little bit more um, I just think better care of their health I, I mean just a general better care of themselves Mm because then we can we can manage these things better our healthcare system won't be as overrun by all of our and and that's everything from food supply and water supply i mean a lot of problems but look all you just do the best you can that's ultimately what it comes down to yeah yeah
0: you know it just shows you that a lot of people really care about dying I think at the end of the day.
1: Don't meaning they care about not they dying.
0: Ca- they care about not dying. Exactly. They <laughs> right. care about that they don't want to die. The whole issue of dying seems mm-hmm. to be a big topic on the planet. Oh, yeah. Where that's really the, f- the ultimate motivator. Because if we were a little bit more carefree about it- if We'd no, be if like, we okay, who cares? Exactly. If, like, yeah. if, we, if, we, if we weren't so scared of dying- Right. Then it was like, oh, well, if it's my turn, it's my turn. Because just in the natural order, there's nothing I can do about it. It's a virus. So if my body can handle it, that will be fine. And if my body can't handle it, I'll go what's ever next. Because I'm not afraid of it. But we don't. But instinctually, we're
1: scared to death of dying. Right. Right. Well, scared to death of dying. Look at that. Yeah, no, I well, and that's I mean, that's definitely a topic for another day, but that it brings back this book. I'm reaching for it right now, The Wisdom of Insecurity, one of my favorite books, Alan Watts. And uh it all it one of the big things he talks about is the um the insecurity of everything, which includes life. That there is no such thing as security. There's no such thing of guarantee you will live. 80 years or 50 years or 20 years or it it meaning the the we try to do everything we can to make things secure when the actualness of life is that it's totally insecure so it's such a it's such a great book and i'm rereading it but um and if we probably approached things a lot more like okay well death is just as much a part of life as anything Uh, i think what we don't want to do is we don't want to Go, A, we don't want to go in pain, certainly, uh, and we don't want to go prematurely. I think that's the big thing. You know, if you're older, I'm sure some people who are 90 are going, you know what, it's fine if I go. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm okay. Uh-huh. I'm okay if I go. Um, so I, I think just your, um, I certainly know for me, my worry about it is a pre- going prematurely. That's my sure. not, not getting everything done. I wanted, right. I think th- I to have all to the do.
0: enjoyment that, you know, you're you're going yeah. to be having over the years. I would yeah. like to
1: have, or I would like to yeah. have. Yeah. Right.
0: That you're- so exactly.
1: that's it. So if, if this COVID shit doesn't go away soon,
0: it's going to be fine. <laughs> I, I think it's just, I- it's just, I think we're really, I think we're starting to make it make sense for ourselves because there's just yes. been so much information, which has just been great. I mean, the fucking internet is just the most amazing thing because there's so much information that if you read it, I know, but if you read across the gambit of the different sources yeah. and the different avenues, you know, and, the, and you understand from the political agenda perhaps that they're serving that up, but you still take it in and you, you look at the different points of reference, mm-hmm. you are able then to really make some sense of it for what makes sense for you in your own way that you like to process. And I'm just so thankful for all of the information. But then again, it can also be very depressing too.
1: And um, and confusing. Yeah. Because sure. we're getting a whole bunch of mixed information. Well, so I think that's take,
0: part, for yeah. me, that's part of what helps me. I'm like, oh, okay, we don't really know yet. So yes. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. They're go- we're going to figure this out. We really don't have all the information and we just need time. And at least we're agreeing to behave ourselves and stay inside for the moment and right. slowly get back out there as we get more information. So that's why I think, my God, by the end of May, I think we're going to yeah. really understand how to live our lives normally
1: right. And if we with can all also, the new
0: constraints, whatever those and,
1: are. And if we test people and say, find out, okay, you had it already. Oh, good. So you can go back to work. You know, That's I'm really goal. scared.
0: I can't, the idea of doing a pinprick test freaks me out. I can't, the what? last time I had my finger pricked, I went to go give blood at the New York blood center. This must've been 20 years ago. And the first thing they do is they prick your finger to, do your blood typing. Yeah. And I, and I passed out when the woman, oh, oh, geez, here we go again. And then <laughs> the next thing I knew then this nurse, I'm lying there and this nurse is screaming at me. How dare you come in here and you can't, if you are going to pass out, we don't, we can't hold you up. How good, this is so inconsiderate of you. And I was like, Oh my God. And that was the last time that I ever, ever, uh, could do it. Wait a second. And just the Wait whole idea of,
1: how do you get your blood taken when you go to the doctor for a physical, an annual If you, st-
0: if you stick a needle in my arm, I'm fine with that. But if you prick my oh, finger, Lord. I swear to God, okay, this is so my reflex. Whacked. I am wacky.
1: You are wacky. So Anyway, That's I bring this so up because weird.
0: this test for the antibodies yes. is going to be a finger stick, I think. Okay,
1: so you know what you're going to do? You're going to so lay down. You're going to say, I need to lay down while you do this. As long,
0: you know, if somebody else does it to me and I could lay down, you're right. I can do that. that. That's it. I'll just, just tell them. No,
1: you're not going to do I'm it to yourself. Baby. Okay. To say, look, I need to lay down. I'm a wackadoodle. I need to lay down when this is happening. Right,
0: I'm getting a little woozy right now, so let's <laughs> stop talking about it. Oh,
1: God. Okay. So maybe that's an and moment. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Fishman, I'm going to prick your finger to find out whether you had the antibodies. And okay. let's see. see. <laughs> yeah, we mm-hmm. need to say good night, Fishman. Good night, Fishman. Good night, and see. <laughs> <laughs>